Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 60 of the Butters Podcast. This is my conversation with Ben Cartwright. Thank you so much to my patrons who support this podcast and make these conversations possible. And if you too would like to support this podcast as a patron, you can do so by jumping onto patreon.com forward slash butters. But for now, thank you again for tuning into episode 60 of the Butters Podcast, my conversation with Ben Cartwright. Enjoy. I'm going to preface this by saying we have had, what, a good half an hour at least of honest life chat, which won't get heard because it's maybe a bit too personal. So what shall we talk about? What shall we talk about? What do you want to talk about? Shall we talk about... Okay, why don't we talk about the... life? Yes, why don't we talk about the life lessons you've learned from the life stuff that's happened? Okay. Um, so what we were saying earlier, and, and we talked about this a little bit, was as recently I've become bankrupt, which for someone like me, um, who has, I guess, looking from the outside in, has become quite successful in what I do, um, has been an enormous life lesson in humility, um, but also... Blessing in disguise. Blessing in disguise. And um, one of the things that... The, the, the major impact that's had on my life is is I have had taken from me all of the all of the tangible things that I've spent money on from working really hard and, and trying to be successful and and I think when I look back at it it's the it's the tokens that I put in front of me to try to tell other people that I'm successful and and it's 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 tangibles to say look at me look at me look at how, look at how shiny my car is and look at how how many houses I have and look at look at all of these things and, and and look at what I can do and you know I took my whole team to Queenstown and you know all of the photos on Facebook and all of that nonsense and you know and, and things like that and as 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 and legitimately human beings came to my house and took these things from me so you know that you have to stand there and have that conversation and watch them go and it's like, so none of that stuff has any real value because it can be gone, you know, and it was really interesting. And and I look back at the time that I spent to get all of those things and the work that I put in and the hours that I put in and, you know, I'm, I'll be the first to admit that some of those hours were the reason that my marriage ended. You know, I was never home and I was, and then I just started to get... I guess I got bitter about having to work so hard and, and that's a whole nother portion. Um, you know, if I had not been so obsessed with, I guess, the I guess the idea of success and what that looked like and making people think that I was, I don't know. Sometimes I don't even know where that came from because it's not really who I am. But I got sucked into it. If I'd spent more of that time on enjoying stuff that I enjoy doing and enjoying time with my family and enjoying time with my children and, and creating memories for us all like none of that stuff can be taken away and it sounds awfully cheesy but, but it's true you know it's like well that's gone well that's gone well that's gone well I don't have that anymore now I'm left with with nothing but the love of my children and my friends and it's pretty bloody good you know and, and a lot less stress and yeah yeah so you yeah. talked about the fact that the bankruptcy almost took away 
all of those stresses and you woke up, you know, everything's gone in a way. Yeah. And yet you woke up and everything is kind of available to you because all of those stresses are gone. And now all of a sudden you're like, wow, waking up just with a clear mind and like a new lease on life and carte blanche, new page in which to write your life and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, it must be quite an amazing feeling. Yeah, it's absolutely amazing feeling. And, and when you, I guess when you have, when you create an environment, when you have so many liabilities and so many responsibilities, you wake up every day so conscious of, if I don't perform 100% today, then that's not going to work. All of those people that rely on me for for income are gonna, and you, and you start to create this this this, this idea of, of your own importance to everything, right? And now all of that's been taken away. I don't have a, I don't have any control over it anymore. I don't even have control of a bank account. So I can wake up every day and go, well, what do I need? You know, what do I need? Today. You as, as like a as human a being, not 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 yeah. not financially, not tangibly, but what do I need as a human being? What do I want to do today that is going to make me feel good about my life? Like, am, am I going to end end the day happy, or I'm going to end the day stressed? And I don't end the day stressed anymore. And I, and it's it is the most it is the most fulfilling thing. Luckily, there's nobody. I had no uh, small victims. So, so what's a small victim? So, like? uh, so someone who like debtors or yeah, people, yeah, yeah. De- debtors who have worked really hard to give us something that we owed money to. There's no no one out of pocket except for the one person that created this the situation at them, and he wasn't very honest, and a little bit of tax. So I feel like I feel like I can feel okay about about our position. Um, yeah, it's really it's really it's really nice. So the way, <laughs> so the way you describe it, it almost sounds like everyone should become bankrupt so they can have a fresh start. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, well, it's, it's, I, I, it's weirdly. I don't know. I, I don't think you need to become bankrupt to, to have the fresh start. But I, I, I do think if you are, I guess, unnecessarily stressed and you are under a whole lot of pressure. You need to, I guess, reflect on where does that pressure come from, and does it come from what you have created, and you're, you're perpetuating that in, into your life, or um, is it an external thing that you can get help with? But if it's something that you're perpetuating yourself, and and it is causing you stress and pressure, then walk away from it. The world won't crumble. Like it's it's easy to walk away from from these things and start something else, and being brave enough to do so. So, but what does it come from? Because you talked about the fact that it's maybe something you felt you had succumbed to. It's kind of like the idea of success and being seen as successful and all that kind of stuff. I mean, you were successful, but there is also the element of being seen to be successful as well, which I, which I would imagine are two different things. Yeah. Or maybe they tie in together. But I think I think especially within within my industry, it's a very competitive environment, and it's very. Um, in real estate, it's very much you, you're seen to be successful. Yeah, yeah. And you have to sell. You know, you, you you're you're taught to sell how successful you are because the more successful you are externally, the more likely you are to get business because they're the people that you look to and yeah. so without doing the business. But also internally, we are constantly 
matched against each other publicly. So every real estate agent within each company can see every other real estate agent's earnings and where you sit really? on the ranking. Sit, really? Yep. And so you're ranked every day and you have to deal with what that means to you. And I... Fuck that, honestly, fuck that. I got sucked into that and the, the thought of being number one I, I always kept a steady number two. I never quite managed to hit the number one spot, but you were number two for a while. Number two for years, um, and then you start to go to, to to work events, and people are like, "Ah, oh, you're doing so well," and you, and you start to just think, "Well, fuck! If I fall down now, if I don't do this next year, then what is everyone going to think?" I think ultimately people don't care, but I bought into the bullshit, I think, and then just started to feel like I had to be that guy and that guy was self-perpetuating absolutely 100% and you know and, and you're talking about the difference between you know I could I could earn $200,000 a year or I could earn 1.2 million dollars a year and I was worried about going down from 1.2 to like 500 and I was like <laughs> the fuck is wrong with me yeah, yeah. like <laughs> You know, and it just became, it became a thing, and I just had to, had to, had to. It's just yeah, hours and hours and hours of work and stress. And for for now, I look now I sit here with you, and I have no bank account, and I have none of the cars that I owned, and I have none of the houses that I owned. I have my house contents, and I have my children, and I feel I've never been happier. <laughs> So that is um, that is a, a lesson for life. You know, I'm wow. renting. Yeah. You know, 43 year old man who owned three houses and I'm now renting, and I'm quite like that as well. So. <laughs> Where are you renting, by the way? Oh, uh, Paparangi. Oh, nice. Mm. Mm. So yeah, wow. and you know, and I just you know, you, I don't know if you ever reflect on that whole, and it's cheesy, that whole looking in the mirror thing, but if you ever reflect on who you are and you have a really good look at it, I was a dick. So why do you say that? Why? Because I was, I was, my motivations for everything that I did were wrong. You know, my motivations were to impress others or to make money or, you know, it was never, the motivations were wrong. But so why does that make you a dick though? I don't like that person. I don't, I don't like people to do that personally. So personally, those sorts of people to me are genuine right, right. and I became a person that wasn't really my flavor right so, so you potentially I didn't even me, like yourself if I met me I wouldn't have liked me okay. you know and and yeah and again it just caused it caused heaps of problems with my relationships and and you know I'd, I'd hire friends and then that would cause problems with my relationships with my friends because you know I was yeah just became a dick yeah so, so how would you describe yourself now um, relaxed. <laughs> a flaccid penis, then. A flaccid penis, yeah. Uh, no, I look, I'm, I'm, I'm 100% free. Like, of, I'm free of burden, which is really cool. Um, I've had to, and I've reinvent myself, is the wrong word, um, refigure out what I'm into. Reframe. Like, who am I? Like, yeah, and, and yeah, I said this before. I've spent all of my life fitting into other people's narratives and, and trying to fit into everyone's life. I can just live mine like authentically, 
buzzword, but you know, like I can, I can just do whatever I want to do, and you know, every weekend since I've I've been I've managed to surf every weekend since I became bankrupt. <laughs> Prior to that, never, you know. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, it seems you like love surfing. Yes, I, I do. Yeah, I, yeah. I love it. I'm shit at it, but I love it. Yeah. You know, so you're shit because you never had the time to do yeah, it. Yeah, give me a year. <laughs> um, you know, and yeah, so it's it's been it's been an interesting it's been an interesting lesson. Like, figure out why I guess figure out why you're doing something. The biggest lesson: figure out why you're doing something, and is it worth it? Yeah. And are you doing it for other motive. other people or status or anything versus doing it for yourself? Yeah. What's the motivation? And and yeah, and if it and if it was gone, if it was gone tomorrow, would it matter? And if it's if it doesn't matter, then why are you doing it? See, that is a fantastic insight. So if we were to take stock of everything and say, if this was gone from my life tomorrow, didn't exist, would it make a difference? And oddly enough, though, if you asked me that question before, and, and here's, so here's, a, here's, here's an example. Yeah. So I built this house in Otaki Beach. And, yeah, 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 yeah. and it was, apart from my children, my proudest moment. You know, and it was I was gave birth to this amazing place in Otaki, yeah. and it was, and I was proud of it because of of, of what it looked like and, and how it was built, and, and I had a little bit of um, input into it and had a hammer and and I did some of the work, but not much. So if you talk to the builder, he'd be like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> he turned up, got in the way. We told him to piss off. Yeah, see but, that hole in the wall? Yeah, he yeah. did that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that crooked one. That was his one. Um, but it was something I was really proud of, and. It was also it had also become my sanctuary. So when when my marriage ended, that's where I went, and so it was it was my escape. And if you would ask me, you know, if I would have tried to answer that question of if it was gone tomorrow, would it matter? I would have said, fuck yeah, that would matter a lot. And I also had bought a house in in Tower that my daughter was renting. And if you'd asked me that question, if she lost that house, would it matter? I'd be like, yeah, fuck yeah, it'll matter a lot, you know? And I'd bought everyone who worked for me a brand new ute, and I'd be like, if those were gone tomorrow, would that matter? I'd be like, fuck yeah, it'll matter. The, the, how sad would that be for everyone? And so I became really anxious when I knew that we were, when I had to make the decision to go bankrupt, and I was sitting with, a, with my lawyer, and he's like, this is, this is an option. And I, like the idea of it, I just, I was, I mean, I couldn't talk. Yeah, I just yeah, yeah. I instantly went into shock that that could actually be something that I would do, and I'd convinced myself that I couldn't because I couldn't lose the house. And like, how could I do that? How could I lose that? How could how could Jade not have somewhere to rent? How could Pete and Liv not have their you know all of these yeah, things yeah, and yeah. These things going through my mind? And then it really got to a point where I had no other option really, so I had to and first things to go were the cars and everyone was like eh, we don't care you know like, it's like okay um could have told me that before That's i bought easy. them but <laughs> cool um and then you know i had to sit down with jade and have that conversation that you know she was going to lose the house that she was living in and how, like, how did you take it she was like that's okay we're so grateful for everything that you've done to date anyway and we can we'll find somewhere else like it's not a big it's not a big problem I mean it was sad but it's okay um, and then the final like the, the big one I guess was, was the house in Otaki and I was like 
okay, I don't know how I'm going to feel about it. Like I really felt like I was going to, was going to have a moment. And then when I really thought about it, it's like, it's just a house. Like what, what does it actually give me, you know? Um, I wasn't spending a lot of time there at that point and trying to run it as an Airbnb, which was just subsidizing other people's holidays. So, um, I, yeah, so before I would have said, I can, there's no way I'm gonna live without any of that stuff. But actually the reality of it, once it's gone, and you look back at it, you're like, I'm 100% happy to not have any of it. And my parents came to visit, and they were obviously a little bit worried about me and everything that was happening. And I had bought my girlfriend a new car and that night that my parents were there and I didn't know this was happening but like legitimately a debt collector came and knocked on the door type guy like a repo guy it was cool though he was like 75 years old and super sweet but um, and he's like I've come to get you know because they, they take any asset of any real value they take it sell it and then they can use that to... So that would include cars, of course, vehicles, cars, houses, um, house contents, not so much, but anything of any real value. The Monet on the wall. Yeah, all of that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and they were like... So they were obviously they were like, oh, you're okay, like, this is a pretty big deal. And it was interesting how calm I felt as soon as that had happened. It's like, well, that is gone now. And I knew it was going to happen, but I didn't know when. And the fact that it had, now it's done, it's like, well, I'd never have to worry about that thing ever again. And then when, so we had three brand new utes, and they looked pretty smart, all vinyl wrapped, and they were really cool. And the day they came to pick those up, I was like, thank God they're gone, you know. Now I never have to worry about them again. And, you know, and just as, as everything has ticked over, now I don't have to worry, and it's, it's a worry thing. Like it's, I just don't have to worry about anything anymore. I have to worry about my sanity and my health, and and my own enjoyment, and my children, and that's it. So it is very much the mo money, mo problems. Oh. The I've got 99 problems, you know, and they're all related to money. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> totally. So yeah. this is this this is such an important life lesson. So, can a person replicate this? Like, does it come back to what you, what you said before, where it's kind of like, if you take stock of everything you have and you kind of ask the question, if, I, if this did not exist in my life tomorrow morning when I woke up, would it make any difference? Yeah. Or does there have to be more of a kick to it? Or, I don't know. I, like, I, I, th I, think the, I think a regular sane person would easily justify not going through that process. And not but, get rid of that stuff. Yeah, right? but but then potentially what you're indicating is that because it was forced on you, maybe, from my... Absolutely. For, yeah, because it was forced on you, it was taken away, and then all of a sudden you're actually free. You're not, like, punished. You're kind of like, I'm free. Wow, like, now I do not have to worry about that, or those things, or that thing, or th these things, or that. So, how does a person replicate that? Because surely that's a, a cathartic process for someone to go through. You know what I mean? It's kind of like, how, how many things in our lives that, like, so as you said, the place in Ortaki, you'd be like, absolutely not. If that was taken away, I'd be devastated. But when it was forcibly taken away, you were kind of like, now I 
now I'm free, I don't have to worry about that. So how many things in our lives, if we were to write a list, be like, oh no, I couldn't do without that. But if, if it was forcibly taken away, we would be like, thank God. And, and we would actually experience a sense of freedom that we didn't actually realize we were missing out on. Yeah, it's, I guess it's, it's trying to look at these things instead of looking at them as benefits to life. And that's, and that's why we get them and that's why we buy them because we convince ourselves this is a benefit to my life. Yeah, yeah. I've, yeah, I've, you know, the freedom and it allows me to do that. more. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And if you stop looking at these things as benefits of life and just actually start to realize the liability of them as a, something that I need to manage, monitor, maintain, pay for, are there ongoing payments, is there debt related to it, what, you know, what do, what do I have to do? So I woke up every day and so the mortgages that I had just to just to start the day, or start the month, was six thousand six hundred and eighty dollars a month. A month, a month. And I was and I was paying rent because I was living somewhere else as well. So, so you know, so that's, let's just say six grand a month on mortgages alone, in addition to your rent. Yeah. Wow. So and I and I got really no enjoyment out of any of that. But it's like so. Okay, so that's 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 a fair amount of money to have to find every month. You know, my my business overhead every month was fifty grand. So it was just like okay. So now we're at, we're at fifty six. Can we get two of this? Yeah. 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 Thank you. Oh, yeah. Um, okay. So that's 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 a fair amount of money just to wake up with. Fifty six grand a month. Yeah. Fifty six grand a month. Just that was just that there was no money to me at that point. That was just that was just keeping the doors open. But you were a business owner, yeah, as well, yeah. yeah. Um, and and looking, you know, in some businesses that's nothing, you know. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. But but for for what we were doing, that was uh, that was reasonable. And you know, so you know, that's that's what's that. It's over a half a million dollars a year just just to open the doors. Um, and then then there's everything else that comes into it. So. Yeah. So was it? So was that something you were? Did like I imagine that would have had an, a subconscious effect on you, without you even realizing it, or was it something that every day? Conscious effect. Okay. okay. <laughs> I wake up sweating every day, and 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 the you know the real estate business is volatile. Right. You know, it, it, there's definitely two sides to to it. You can, you know, you have to go out and get business. So you've got. Find someone who wants to sell their house with you and not the 1,500 other real estate agents in Wellington. That's the first step. Then you've got to sell it. And in fairness, over the last three years, selling it hasn't really been a problem. It's yeah, kind yeah. of looked after itself yeah. for the most part. Um, but as we sit here now, selling it is the problem, or has been the problem. So, you know, but you wake up every day and I'm like, okay, well, I've got to get. I've got to, for this year, I've got to get 90 houses to sell. And of those 90 houses to sell, we've got to at least clear 80 of them. If I don't do that, we are going to be fucked. So that is my mindset at the start of each day. And I'm not going in, and I wasn't waking up with like this, let's go kick ass success mindset. I was waking up. Sense of joy. I love selling. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. (laughs) And tread. And it's like, fuck, I've got to do this. And... Pete's relying on me, and Liv's relying on me, and Jade, who works for me, my daughter, she's relying on me, because they've all got mortgages, and they've got 
or rents and kids and pets and, and all of their life and and if I let them if I can't do this I let them down and they're going to be in the shit so and, and then it's not just you it's all these other people that you're worrying about and then I started to worry about like everyone's like well maybe you should spend less at the printers and I'm like but the printer has a family and yeah, yeah, right, right. <laughs> no they, they need our business and then I just and especially post COVID you're just trying to support local and so just trying to do as much as you can and, and but yeah so it just became an insane insane situation of just spending lots of money and yeah it's good gone now so yeah now I wake up and I'm like I only have to do half of that well I actually don't even have to do half of that business but that's that's our target as far as we need to set something um, you know I'll, I'll, I'll work from home at least two days a week you know I will not work every weekend and I trust the fact that we are good enough at what we do and we are established enough in our in our area that we can do that volume without you know if I don't get a listing tomorrow it's okay you know because we'll get enough and and I can and now I'm enjoying it you know so 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 how does it feel when you wake up then with everything removed what like what do you sleep well do you sleep better should I say do you wake up in the morning like what's what happens in your mind in the morning out well, of I now sleep alone so um, so that's that's different but no I do I definitely sleep better and I yeah I, I don't go I don't go to sleep worrying about whether or not I'm gonna succeed right. the following day and I wake up in the morning and I don't wake up in the morning thinking about work I wake up in the morning and I make a coffee and I you're present in the moment pat my kittens right. and that's not a euphemism um, and and you know and just and just chill and have a minute and I turn music on and I spend an hour at my house and do that before I do anything else I don't I, I was waking up in panic mode I was waking up and I was having a shower and I was getting dressed and I was grabbing a coffee on the run and I was tearing off to work and I was anxious because I was like shit I'm gonna be late for what I don't know because I made my own time and I was the only one I had to answer to but I was I'm gonna be late yeah and um, yeah now I now I just relax into the day and I don't think about work until I get to work and then I sit down and I go okay well you know and we meet every morning as a team and I was like this is what we're going to focus on today and then I let them do their thing and I do my thing and then we just repeat that every day and I go home and I'm home by five every now and again I'll do the odd evening appointment but I'm generally home by five so you wake up as Ben Cartwright the human yeah. and you enjoy your time with your, your kittens and your coffee and you spend some time in the morning and then when you get to work then you're like oh that's right I'm Ben the real estate agent yeah. Yeah. and then you can switch off and get home and yeah. you're back yeah that's fantastic yeah. and because I actually didn't think that would happen yeah. I got to a point where I thought that was an unachievable goal and it wouldn't and it wouldn't have happened if I hadn't become bankrupt because that forced 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 change and and it was yeah and it was and I've said this to a few people it's like I could have turned all of this stuff off at any time Um, um, you know I could have 
I could have stopped it and sold everything and, and done that anyway. I had control to do that, but I'd convinced myself if I did that I'd be letting people down. And because none of this was my decision, it was it was being forcibly done, it helped me, I guess it helped me feel like, okay, well, I'm not doing it as much. This is just happening. And, yeah, so. So you haven't considered defeat your, and, and it's not even a defeat thing, but it's kind of like the decision has been made and you've actually realized, fantastic. Like, this is actually, amazing for me yeah so I had about three I had about three weeks though where I couldn't work because I had to apply to be self-employed again and those three weeks were quite dark like I didn't I certainly it didn't happen and I was like yeah this is amazing I was you know I was I was depressed I was ashamed I felt guilty I felt like a failure I felt all of those things that you know I guess you would expect of of kind of tra- you know, traumatic I, situation and I had and I hid from everyone and I just couldn't deal with it and funnily enough the hardest conversation I've actually had to have recently about this whole thing was my hairdresser had booked had booked privately Christmas at in Otaki Beach so, so they'd already paid for it and her mother's got dementia and it was the perfect place for them and I was so I was you know I was so happy to be able to to do that as well as you know they paid me for it so that was cool as well. Um, and I had to tell her I was like I'm bankrupt I don't have the house anymore. Um, we are going to get you your money back, but I'm so sorry. And her response and I, like I'd been I'd probably sat on that for I don't know like 12 or 13 days. I just needed you know and I was just like I just couldn't. It's like, how do I? And I know why that one was so. Well, that one had more weight than other people. Like, I certainly called my my printer and was like, "Hey, we're bankrupt, but we'll make sure that you get paid." And, and here's a here's a here's a plan. And um, just waiting for access to money again. And, and there was a, a bit of a hold on that. Um, but yeah, her, she was hard, and she was like, "I'm so sorry to hear that." Of course, you know, don't be a stranger. Come back yeah, and get yeah. your haircut, you know. Like, yeah, yeah. you know. So, so yeah, it's been really interesting that because because you would make the assumptions that people would think something about you, but in actual fact, people are like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I felt like people, I felt like people would think there was something wrong with or as a bad person maybe. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And thank you. And yeah, it was, yeah, it was it was not like that at all. And my lawyer. Well, actually, he's not even my lawyer, but he does um, the odd conveyancing stuff. So he wasn't involved in the bankruptcy thing, but he was involved in some of the property stuff. He was the, like, just to have someone reach out and say, if you ever want to have a beer, some friends of mine have gone through this, I know people have gone through this. And he sent me this quote, and I'll, I'll have to find it, because it was it was along the lines of, you know, you, you've done nothing wrong. Um, you know, you've, it just says that you've been on the on the, on the battlefield of commerce, and the, and that is the scar for, for doing so. And and that kind of helped at that point because I think that was like my second week just sitting in bed, binge watching Netflix, not wanting to talk to anyone. Um, that kind of got me out of bed a little bit. I was like, okay, 
um, and then yeah, but it was it was pretty intense at the start. And now I've, yeah, I have a whole new focus on it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And I would imagine too because there are certain people you can look at. I, I I've been on the receiving end of a lot of your generosity as a person. So. You know, and us in the rugby team as an example as well, you know, it's kind of like, I don't see you as a person who's kind of like, I was out to try and make money, all for me, 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 me. You are very much a philanthropist in your own way as well. So it is, I guess, that is a perfect way to describe it. It's kind of, you, yeah, it's like the, you were on the battlefield of commerce and, you know, and that's one of the scars and bankruptcy is, so common and people bounce back from that as well and yeah as you say in this instance it was something that I, I guess it was a an unfortunate um, business deal with someone who sounds like a real jerk um, yeah but what you've gained from this just seems to be the most amazing <laughs> you know what I mean <laughs> I have legitimately never been happier yeah. as I sit here right now. Like it's, yeah, it's been interesting, and you know, there's been other life turmoil in between, but you know, this definitely helps yeah. with with focus and and, and life and, and what is important. And, and you know, I just sometimes I think about some of the things I'm thinking about, and I'm like, it sounds a little bit Tony Robbins, and I should stop thinking it, but it's true. You know, it's yeah. it, it, it is true. I, having having all of that external bullshit gone and just worrying about what do I actually want out of life and yeah. and actually being selfish enough to go actually I deserve a happy life and yeah, yeah, yeah. and you know I deserve to to be able to wake up and spend the time I do at home before I go to work yeah. I shouldn't have to feel the pressure of yeah. of that that's actually okay yeah. and I think a lot of people are stuck in that feeling that that's not okay you know yeah interestingly which I discovered is there's no roadmap to this though either and no one really has any answer to what is going to happen and I still don't know exactly what is going to happen you mean for the next phase of your because yeah. well for, for how, how the process of, of being a bankrupt person oh, and, yeah. and, what, and how that works and you know you got people who give you tidbits of, the, of, of what had happened to the people that they knew but it doesn't seem to be a, there's no sort of straight up this state you will expect this you know I certainly didn't expect to wake up the very next day after the, the form had been filled out you know I filled out an online form and submitted it and then the following day I get a return email with a letter attached to it basically saying you are now declared bankrupt and every time they write my name in brackets after it like some kind of um, doctorate this is bankrupt um, you know, it's it's like I didn't expect my bank accounts to stop working. Like that was, I wasn't prepared for that. Um, and so there's, there's a lot I don't know. And I and I and and I implore anyone who might be listening that if you do know, or anyone who's like I tried to write my journey, but it turns out that's just not something I can do. Why do you say that? Because I'm not very good at writing. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> it's a skill set I don't I don't um, have, but. You know, I, I, I tried to find, I tried to find that material, 
of others' journeys and what I actually, but not so much the, the other stuff, but the actual tangible stuff. This is what you can expect to happen and this is how you need to be prepared. And it just doesn't seem to exist. But, you know, you get sent the rules of your bankruptcy. You cannot employ staff. You cannot be self-employed unless you get special permission. You cannot travel overseas without permission. This is going to be your life for three years. You have to you have to report back to the official SNE with your income, and you know when we may ask for some of it at any point. And you know, so there's there's rules that you can, but there's no. I don't know. This is what life looks like after. Or what's going to happen and when it's going to happen, which I, that's the hardest part about it. But we just yeah, as my, my accountant just said, just crack on and, and keep going, and and it should all be okay. But it's but kind of need a little bit more detail than that sometimes. <laughs> so yeah, if there's anyone, anyone who, yeah, it'd be great to actually have some material out there from people who've been through it, and I don't know, maybe I need to just sit down and sort that out, but just employ someone to write for me. Yeah. But you can't employ them. No, I can't, no, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. This, is, this has been one of the most honest conversations I've had talking about bankruptcy um, I think it's important to talk about and and it's not you know it's not one of life's greatest challenges and I appreciate that other people go through a whole lot of other really really horrible shit but like anything I suppose when you know it's good to, it's good to just what I've found especially for me is I prefer to tell people than pretend it's not happened and I think they're trying to trying to hide it and pretend it's not happened is is harder. Like if I was to sit down in front of someone, like if I, if I was to like go on a date and and meet someone, I feel like I would tell that story on, on day one. And that's kind of I don't know. So, so there there are no hidden no skeletons in the closet. Yeah, no no point pretending anything else. You know I I don't think there's a there's ever going to be in a better day than that day. To just drop that one. Four. Oh, by the way, I'm. Oh, <laughs> hey, we should go to Rara. Well, I can't because, um, yeah. So, yeah. So, but I find just owning it now, and 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 actually, I guess celebrating a little bit the positivity of it again, again, again. No small victims, so I don't have to worry about anyone being left out. Um, but you're reframing it. You're you're or not reframing it. You're seeing the positives in it. Yeah. Yeah, for which there are many. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Do you think that would you say the positives outweigh the cons? No, totally. Yeah. I mean, what are the cons really? Um, I can't employ staff. Okay, that's cool. That's stressful anyway. Um, I can't get credit. That's cool because nothing good comes of that. Um, I have to rent a house, but that's cool. I still have a house. Like I'm not. I can't complain. You know, I've got somewhere to live. That was hard. So that's something that. that you were used to owning houses and all that kind of stuff. Not, not, not that, but the fact that you have to declare to everyone your financial situation, and um, and that makes it really hard because you go through a credit check, and if you're renting off anyone, pretty much, unless it's a private rental and they they're not doing that step, you have to declare that. And I was very fortunate that where I'm living now, it was owned by a, a Tommy's real estate agent who I'd never met in, in real life, but you know you always know of each other because you're often going for the same bits of business, yeah, yeah, and yeah. and you're like you see their sign on a house that you were going for, and you're like well, fuck <laughs> them, you know. So, but it's, it's all in good fun. And he rang me, and he's like, 
he's like, I, you know, we got your application. I understand that, um, you know, you haven't passed credit. Uh, what's going on? And I told him the story, and he's like, okay, it's cool. We'll give you a house anyway. And, he, and I was just like, you know, without without that sort of help as well, the generosity. Oh, yeah, that was cool. Cheers, Warwick. Um, yeah. So, you know, the irony with that is, when I was living Mount Cook, I did the same thing. I hit you up. And I was like going through a bit of a tough time. You were like, I've got a place downstairs. I'm going to put a key up here, move in. Like it was the exact same thing. So this is karma rewarding you. Maybe, yeah. 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 Oh, not maybe, absolutely. Yeah. So, so yeah. So that was that was really cool. But yeah. So yeah, where were we? So yeah, can't own a house. That's fine. I have somewhere to live. Um, can't get credit. That's fine. I don't need it. Doesn't travel. Doesn't can't can't. Well, I can tra- I, I can travel with permission, and I and I'm not sure what the threshold for that is. I presume it's like I can't go on lavish holidays while technically I owe money to someone. Um, but I imagine if there was some family emergency or something, I, I think that would be fine. Um, other than that, I don't know. If I earn too much money, some of it will go to pay back debt. Fair. That's, that's okay. Otherwise, hello, stress-free life. Hello, stress-free life. Come around, come around to my house at 7.30 in the morning and I'll make you a coffee. Like, <laughs> we, can, we can chat for an hour and a half. Like, Because yeah. you've got the time. Yeah. And I, and I now live five minutes away from my office, so the commute's really good. So which coffee beans do you have at home? Uh... Supreme at the moment, I think. Yeah, good choice, good choice. Mm. So, final question. Why, why, ha- why have you felt so comfortable to, to be so honest in this conversation? Company. What's that? The company. The company. The company. No, I think, I, I mean, it's always nice to talk to you, but I think also... Oh, the company, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, you, James. You're talking about the company, I'm like, which company? Um, no, I think, I just think... I just think more people just need to be more honest, and 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 if I, you know, and everything I'm everything I'm talking about and everything I've said is like some of the problems and the stresses that I had created for myself were on this idea that I need to show people that I'm successful or the the perception of success that got me into some of the trouble that I'm in. So the opposite of that is being brutally honest about my failures or my struggles or my problems. This idea that we all need to pre- present this Facebook, Instagram version of our life yes. is, is is ruining everyone. Yes. It has fucked up everyone, and I just can't live like that anymore. I'm like, this is who I am, and I'm not perfect. And some things go well, and some things go poorly. And I've I've been a shit husband, and I've been a bad boyfriend, and I've also been a good husband and a great boyfriend. But no one's, you know, no one's perfect. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. It is what it is. Yeah, it's no point. No point pretending anymore. Yeah. yeah. What's up? Ben, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you.